You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. This is episode number 42. Today on the podcast, we have the amazing Amber Hawken. And I say she's amazing because she's like my best friend and I fucking love her. Um, Amber, welcome. Hi, Jen. <laughs> Mate, thanks for having me. <gasps> no worries, mate. Um, I know you've already been on the podcast already um, back when it launched in June or July, whenever that was, months ago. And I'm so excited to have you back because we've just like nearly wrapped up a whole decade, let alone a year. And um, I thought who would be better to chat with about starting the year off with a bang and not just a new year, but a new decade. Mm. So tell us, how has your year been this year? mate (laughs) it's been one of the most extraordinary years of my life which involved the paradox of going into the darkest places of my soul and also experiencing some of the greatest light I've ever had in my life it's been such a paradox of a year uh that's my short answer (laughs) the detailed answer will be coming later in a a tv episode I'm (laughs) i'm kidding um amazing now when it comes to wrapping up a year, how do you like to wrap up a year? Mm. Like um, from a personal perspective and a business perspective, because I know that you're a black, you're a gun at both. And I think it's important for people, whether you run a business or don't, you still have career pathways, mm-hmm. passions. So how do you like to summarize your year in those two areas? Okay. So thank you. Uh, I'll take the compliment, uh, whatever a gun means. I'll, I'll take that. Um, <laughs> Go get I, <sighs> so for business, I'm someone who likes to have <clears throat> just a few things that are set in stone, probably two really in my business world. And this is for my Amber Hawken and my retreats work and then for my other one for Carmine Co um same thing it's like I like to have some things that are in place but I love to give breathing room for spontaneity and I've heard the term spontaneity be described as spirit coming through it's it's spontaneity isn't chaotic it's actually room for energy and light to come through in that moment it's just produced in that moment it's very feminine like it's very spontaneous but it's coming from a space of it's almost like you prepared this energy because you've moved yourself out of the way, or you've moved your mind out of the way, or you've moved your blocks out of the way. And that's like spontane- spontaneity can just move through you. So how to prepare, how do I prepare for a business or how do I wrap up the end of the year? I have done what I probably always do, which is I did my two retreats, um, my alchemy retreats, one at the start of the year and one just in August. And then I had space and I literally spontaneously just the other day decided to do a three month um, group program with just 10 people and that hit off and sold out in a couple of days. And the reason that, so I'm just giving you an example of like the structure and my wrapping up tends to be in my most, like 
my most spontaneous things come through the wrapping up of the end of the year. It's such a common theme in my business. If I look back because I've left that space and at the same time, I'm looking at next year to do something really similar. So I try to not jam my following year. I just try to go with the same simple, um, almost like posts to hold up and I get to build the house and the walls and the design later on as things come through spontaneously. So I, it's been a bit of a different year because of my second business, Carmine Co has been going through a rebrand and we've been developing ideas and we've been uh, restructuring that going into organizations and, and schools as well. Um, so that has been a very, very, very uncommon thing. So that hasn't even been wrapped up. That has just been all consuming. <laughs> but um, I think that that's life. Like we just go in phases. And then of course I started a charity um, called Key with my dear brother, uh, Kurt Iwanina, and we are developing that as well. So it's been a really um, dense end of the year, but in such a light uh, producing way. And that's only been available because I left so much space at the end of last year for this year that we just finished. So I'm doing the same again. Little bits, bits of pieces that are structured out for my businesses next year, just, just the really simple stuff, whether that's monthly um, or bi-yearly with things and then I leave room for the rest and my wrap-up really I don't I clean out you know I have a look at my the same way you would do a spring clean I almost do that with my client base and I have a look and feel into who I've worked with and how it's fulfilled me and where the results um, have accelerated the most for my clients, whether that's a whole school or a whole organization or an individual or as a group. And I've looked at what's similar between them all and kind of felt into what's been in most alignment, which has produced the best results. And then that kind of sets the theme as well for who I want to work with in the next year. So it's really about kind of clarifying energy and having a look where I got the most results, um, of fulfillment within myself and made the most impact with people. So that kind of sets the structure of how I, I work the next year. I just look at my strengths on a personal level. I do the same thing. Um, I say no a lot at the end of the year. And as you just heard, I, um, I canceled my <laughs> Chris, my own Christmas party <laughs> to go and have another hey guys, Christmas. I'm having a Christmas party. I'm really sorry. I've just canceled it. <laughs> And I did that because I felt into what would bring me the most joy and fulfillment. And um, people in my world know this, that I will, um, oh, no. I will always do what's going to be most aligned for everyone. So it's, it's really, I'm a spontaneous person um, by nature. So I'm off to Newcastle now and um, wrapping up my end of year is really about in, uh, really spending time with the people that I value most. Like we went and had, uh, you know, five hours together when this end of year has so much to do, but I value you. So I invest into that and I'm investing in, you know, and one of my other best friends, Jill, same thing. So we've put this stuff aside and even though it's inverted commas, a busy time, it doesn't matter to me because my friends are really my family. And I think they're the most important thing. So it's really, it's, again, it's looking at where I had the most fulfillment and reinvesting my energy and spontaneity back into that again. So sorry about that. That's a long answer. How'd that, that was really fast. You spoke like a speedboat. Oh, did I really? Yeah. You could apply for horse racing, you know, like <laughs> the commentary. <laughs> I know. I love you too. Thank sort you. Being slow there. 
Um, <laughs> that's me in a slow pace. Oh, pitta. Um, pitta, yeah, a little bit of fire in there, a little bit of Ayurvedic fire. It's interesting when you think about goals and recapping and you said that you like to leave space. I feel that when people structure goals, as we approach this new year, a lot of people are structuring goals, but they want to fill the goals. Like they want to, they want lots of stuff. Well, I need a goal for health. I need a goal for travel and I need a goal for relationships and I need a goal for community. I need a goal for business and career and hobbies and passion and the list goes on. But I think one of the most underplayed areas and Ams, you tell me too, is allowing yourself to intuitively flow through your goals. Yeah. Like you said, having, having the post for the house, you could say like having a good slab and a bit of a framework. So that's it. Filling it. That's it. That's exactly, that's exactly how I roll. Um, it's exactly how I do all my deep dives with my one-on-one clients. When we do that, it's all about knowing the higher purpose and intention behind what you want, how you want to feel and the impact that that's going to make. And if you get really, really clear on that, then all the details and the how work itself out and you Mm. tend to be able to get there with more fulfillment and you're, you're so juiced up because the process of moving towards that comes from a spontaneous place. So if you're going like, Oh, I need to, I want to buy a house or I want to make a million bucks or I want to affect this many people. If you're, you know, those things that they're not bad goals at all. They're great, you know, and specific and it give your somewhere, mind somewhere to focus. But if you do, okay, now I need to do 50 steps to get there. You really fuck things up because I truly believe that you can have a single focus. That's so potent and so powerful and get really clear on what that is that you want, know how you want it to make you feel, know that the impact that you want that to have, whether that's on yourself or the people you love, or whether that's coming from a business sense, the impact that that's going to have. And then you literally just continue taking just one step at a time, just one, just one step, you know, the goal. And then you're always asking yourself, what is the one thing that's going to take me? Even if it's a millimeter, what, what is the one thing that I can do right now? That's going to take me one step closer. And what means is that you're so open and you're so receptive and you're bathing in the energy of the, all, all the outcome already, because that's, you, you know, my, uh, one of my coaches, Hayley Carr says, goals are a place to come from, not go to. So you're marinating that juice of it, which means your mind will be open to different opportunities. You will see how to get there in ways in which if you planned it all out, rigid, you could just never, ever, ever see or achieve. So basically, this is a much more flow and fulfilling and restful and radiant way. And most of all, probably a lot faster and easier to get to your goals. So you have that foundation, you know what it is you want, you know how it's going to make you feel, you embody that, and then you just one step at a time, one step at a time. You complete trust is absolutely essential and coming from the energy of it already existing is everything, Jim. <laughs> You're like, done. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I um, it's talking about the one thing, I'm going to call that for you the one thing theory. Okay. And thinking of the one thing theory, knowing, and you know, my personal life and <laughs> you know, my personal life mm-hmm. and going back to, um, you know, being like coming from quite a masculine standpoint in my life where everything was very masculine and structured and over overrun setting goals is quite a masculine thing versus mm-hmm. embracing the feminine aspect of it. And I think everything you're kind of saying about having this, like, like a baseline, you could say, or like the poles or the framework, Allows you to be the feminine intuitive to be like, 
you know what? I'm not really guided to do this anymore. I'm actually really guided to do this. And like the Well Women Academy that launched this year, I would never have guessed that that would have happened at the beginning of the year at all. But because it kept it coming up for me and coming up for me through each different stage of menstruation for like a few months in a row, within like, it was like 10 days, I was like, okay, I'm going to launch this thing. I think I'm fucking crazy, but I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it on my birthday <laughs> and not have a, not, not sleep for like two weeks straight. Um, but if you had structure and more masculine around it, you would, you might not have found those little whole, like those little idea points or intuitive mm-hmm. bites, like you were saying. So I think the masculinity and the femininity like comes into play. What do you feel about that? Yeah, it's exactly it. The the idea and the outcome is something that you have really clear. It's 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 the container, and then when you have that container and you let go of um, control of that, mm. but knowing that that's what you're moving towards because it's connected to such a high purpose and it feels fulfilling, then the rest can unfold and you can get such deep insight as to what moves to make that you would never be able to map out in advance. You just can't. You have to leave room for growth. uh, Yeah, for growth, but also for, you know, classically the alchemist. um, Once you decide on something that you want, the universe will conspire in every way in order to help you get that and get to that. And and I think Mm. you need to be open to that. And that's coming from someone, you know, I'm such a, I come from such a psychology Western a practical background, but there's just absolutely no denying, you know, I've lived my life in that um, way. I set 90 day no fail goals and they always blow my mind because I'll have a single focus and I think there's no fucking way I can achieve that. And I always do. I always do. And I tend to blow it out of the water because I just have all of my energy and attention and I make it so much fun around fulfillment and impact that it just, it just creates. And I, I don't control it. I just know I'm going here and I embody the energy of it and I start moving towards it and stuff shows up along the way that you cannot plan. That's the journey. It's like having a destination where you're like, I am going to Sri Lanka, (laughs) (laughs) which is true. I'm going to Sri Lanka and you don't know what the journey is going to be like. And you're like, I'm going to climb Adam's peak, which is like a beautiful hike there it's the journey that makes the most of it like the destination i know it's so cliche but it's just so true i mean i had predicted my last year here i would have fucking run away (laughs) (laughs) at the same time (laughs) i would never have been able to you know imagine if i sat down and go look i need this i'm gonna this is the life i'm gonna master this and have this life lesson and this lesson that's kind of what i was asking and what i received didn't tickle but it was it was what i asked for and it was what i needed um it didn't tickle no it definitely didn't tickle no tickling there were many fetal positions with Gemma holding me but um <laughs> in bed naked <laughs> oh, we need to clarify that <laughs> well, one of us was naked um so yeah and it's 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 we will and i guess that's probably a point to make as well like when we have to let go of what you know the journey looks like and really trust, really trust. Fully trust. All right. I have a question for you. Mm. What are some end of year rituals that you like to do? Hmm. I 
do this back in October ish, mm-hmm. start of October because it's ninety my ninety day cycle. <clears throat> so October, November, December, and basically I sit down and I feel into what and I look into all of the different cycles of my life, how old I am, where I am in my numerology, where I am in my astrology, where I am, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, my different like my my menstrual cycle as well. Um, seeing how that's played out over the past year, where I'm in my business cycles and their ages and development. And then I really sit with how I want all of these areas to look and feel and how I want my life to feel and what that looks like and how I will know when I'm there. And it starts to just unfold as things in, um, you know, form in real life. So I'm then once I sit with that and, and sit and feel and intuit into all of those areas and reflect on the different cycles, I then kind of map out in the different areas of my life that feel most intuitively, that I feel most intuitively called to. So, you know, as an example, um, the areas of life, uh, finance, time and organization, friendships, family, love, relationships, career, um, you know, mental growth, uh, fulfillment, well-being. So all of these different areas and I'll, and I'll feel into the ones where I want to expand into, into my fullest potential and what that looks and feels like in those areas and where I am in the cycle of those areas. And it's just, it's really about honoring where I'm at and where I want to go and coming from a place of deep integrity with what feels so enlivening to me and expansive to me. And then I just start to figure out what that might look like in form as in it might look like workshops around the world or retreats. It might, and it's, it's a very, sometimes it's really confronting because I'll write all of this down and then I will circle one in each area that are musts. And then I have a look, you know, if I could then fit two and see which ones are going to fit in or they're not going to fit in, or I'm, uh, kind of, um, am I, and I have a look, am I pushing too much in? Am I trying to squeeze too much in? Do I need to create more space? So it's looking at the cycles, feeling into where I want to expand and finding a balance between laying those foundations or those musts and then leaving enough space and attending to the areas of my life that feel like I want to give the most attention to. And so that's a ritual I did back in October. Um, and I even looked at it in August, which I know is um, early. <laughs> Bit premature there. <laughs> but it's because I feel Important. like we lose the year after October. It's oh. how it goes. So I agree. I agree with that. Sit down before my sit down. <laughs> well, was it you that I told? Oh, no, it was my friend Tessa. I said to her the other day, oh, I've got a, um, I've got a psychic reading today. I booked it in three months ago. And she's like, I don't know anyone who does that. And I was like, <laughs> me, because I like to, I was in a situation where I was like, if this doesn't change, then I need to be here. And <laughs> Help me. Arms on your phone. Yeah. It was well, the same. Remember, okay. So Amber likes when there's something in her life that she really wants to change. She'll say, Jem, you need to set a reminder for in three months time and in six months time. And then every time this reminder pops up on my phone, I just screenshot it and I don't say anything. I just send the photo to Amber. I'm like, this is a friendly reminder, checking in on this, how you done with this progress. Um, and that's also like, we could also talk about accountability too, right? 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't, why wouldn't I do it on my own phone? Because I'm going to fucking ignore that reminder. But when yeah, I- you're, I'm going to delete it. I'm yeah. going to selectively visually not see that. <laughs> it's like taking selective hearing to a new level. Yeah. But having like an accountability person, and it's something we'll be doing in the Well Women Academy actually, is allowing all of the women, and our focus in January mm-hmm. is going to be like becoming you know, starting the year off in a way that is going to transform your whole year because how you start your day is how you live your life. You could say that old mm-hmm. saying is um, having accountability and it doesn't have to be a best friend. It doesn't have to be a family member. It doesn't have to be your partner. It can be someone who you feel confident in sharing with and just putting it out to the universe even mm-hmm. to be like, Hey, I'm doing this and making it public rather than just keeping it in your own little closed in mind. Yeah, totally. Um, is is such a great thing to do hmm. yeah and being part of the community or everything um especially again like those quarterlies they're so powerful mm. and um while we're live here i want to say thanks for joining us in the well Moon academy and doing your live class which is available for replay it's in the group so anytime you come and join us um you will get emma's class on mind resilience but and you spoke about cycles and going through um, the cycle. So just read out the cycles again. So you talk about the monthly cycles, the menstrual cycle. Yep. The menstrual cycle, uh, where I am in my personal year in personal numerology. Year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like how, you know, how old you, I am. In numerology. Right? Yep. yep. My, uh, astrology. So like where my planets are going and, and that kind of stuff. I, as an example of that, I just came out of Saturn return or I'm coming out of my Saturn return. If you don't know what that is, go to like Del- Deborah Silverman astrology. She's got some really good stuff on that. Um, yeah. Uh, so I look at that and then have a look at my individual businesses and where they are. Um, you know, as an example, my charity, it's a newborn. <laughs> my, yeah, come infancy. Like, oh, it's a toddler. My Amber Hawken is, you know, Teen. Late teen. Yeah. Teen. Brat brat years. (laughs) Yes. Okay. That's really great. So to to cap it off for everybody is numerology, astrology, menstrual cycle, and your personal cycle throughout the year. Yep. And I think it goes to show that a lot of people live in like a calendar year. Yeah. Whereas we are cyclical beings and we're so individual. And this just goes to show when people say, Oh, I've got a like, it was only the other day. Someone was saying, I've got a goal, but I'm going to, I'll start it in January. And now we're recording this at the bit, like the end of November, mm. um, because I'm going to, you know, East, Eastern part of the world. Yes. But it's interesting because I was like, but you have a whole four weeks before that time comes. So is that because you don't have the confidence to set that goal right now or take action on it? Or is it because you don't really feel that you're worthy of the goal? Like, what is it? I I think that there are multiple answers to that question, but I feel maybe a little bit of everything is playing out. I think it's habits of, you know, our culture of saying in the new year, it's our way of leaning on an excuse. Um, you know, overall, and this is one of my, one of my teachers, um, he says that essentially what it comes down to when you're not doing your tappers, when you're not doing your disciplined practices, you don't have the intensity to deal with life. And if you're not choosing to do your practices, then you are choosing to, you are consciously choosing to not reach your greatest potential and experience joy. And he talks about that being because we resist our, our own power, our own sense of freedom. It's very scary. 
And um, so in a way, I feel like at its core, it's, it's a sabotage. Mm. Isn't everything, right? Yes, a constructive and destructive self-sabotage. Um, but these are all such fantastic points. Now, do you have any final little steps or tips to give our listeners um, around making 2020 the year for you? Mm, I think take the pressure off. Yeah. It being the year for you and take, take away any ideas you have about what it needs to look like, how it's going to unfold. And know that you, you truly can recondition yourself on an energetic, a mental and emotional level to step into your greatest expression of yourself. And if you are wanting to do that, and most people say that they want to do that and they want to be free and they want to empower themselves, um, a lot of the time that comes with having to look at shadow aspects of ourselves. And so it kind of, it can sometimes look and feel a little bit less um, pleasurable than we might imagine. So mm. if you're asking to really expand into greatest potential, know that there may be, there may be, maybe not, but there may be some darkness you need to face and some parts of yourself you want to move through. And so I think dropping whatever idea you have about what the greatest year of your life looks like and coming back from a moment to moment basis yes. of living, like yeah. no matter where you are. Yes. Think thinking years. I think in 25 years, I think in nine, um, uh, 90 days and 25 years. And then sometimes I do 12 months, but it's really 90 days and 25 years are my, my mastery ones. And then most of all right now, what am I experiencing right now? How can I raise my vibration and my energy and my emotion right now? Because that's going to create the next moment, which will create the next moment, which will create the next moment. I don't even know yet what the future Amber wants to dream because I'm right here. So I can't do that. You can't run. To I the can't future. reach my greatest potential unless I am experiencing this moment at its greatest potential, which requires my absolute presence and trust and responsibility for my energy, my emotions and my thoughts and what I'm doing right now with whatever I am facing. And let's all take a nice long deep breath in <laughs> and a nice long deep breath out. <sighs> I'm so intense. That's why I love you. <laughs> but honestly, everyone who's listening, I know is going to like, be so grateful that they've listened all the way to the end to hear all of these beautiful facets because it's so true. It's moment to moment is that if you don't feel like you've done well this past week, it doesn't matter. It's like, what can you do today? And it's in every single moment that you can make a change in how you think, how you feel, how you shit, what you eat, what you consume, literally everything can happen and change and shift in a moment. It doesn't have to be next week or tomorrow. It can start today. So thank you, Amber, so much for joining us for this last episode for 2019. Um, I love you and I've loved having you on the podcast again. Now, as I wrap up, three tips, any tips, but three tips for our listeners. First three intuitive ones that come to your mind. Notice Normally, your more. Notice your exhale more. Mm. Yep, good. When everyone says take a breath, everyone goes. <sighs> to notice your exhale more. Notice it and lengthen it and appreciate it. The exhale is such a vital part of release. It's just, it's almost like the suspension of the moment. It's such a meditative practice. Noticing your exhale. 
I tip number two, when you have, um, I want you to understand that you have a choice and your internal environment does, should not determine your sense of freedom and well-being. And what I mean by that is what you're feeling and what you're thinking should not determine who you are. You shouldn't be subject to your internal environment. So another way of saying that is when you have thinking going on in your mind, especially if it's negative, if it's critical, judgmental, shame, blame, um, proving, defending, especially if it's self-criticism, I want you to treat it as if it was a stranger speaking negatively to you. And you say, stop that. Stop that. No, not right now. I don't, I do not condone this. I do not give permission for this. No. So begin to challenge that internal voice. Like it is a stranger speaking negatively to you. And thirdly, what came to mind was have more orgasms. <laughs> but what I'm really thinking and what, 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 <laughs> that's what, what I'm really, um, what that, what's, required for that is to actually let go to be able to surrender more and i think that um that word is thrown around quite casually and surrendering doesn't mean saying in your head i surrender i surrender i surrender it really requires you and this can probably actually the first two maybe lead to this in fact noticing that excel um challenging those thoughts but most of all stop trying to control what you're feeling and thinking by literally just going, you know what? I'm just going to accept that this is what, what thoughts are going through my head and what emotions are going to rise up. I don't need to fix it. And I'm going to let go. And I'm going to just relax a little bit because I've said this before, maybe on your podcast, probably not. I don't know that um, life is like an orgasm. If you try too hard and you try and force it and you try and push, you really fuck it up. You've got to let go. I don't know if you've said that on the podcast, but you've definitely, we've talked about it before. Yeah. <laughs> in front of a couple of hundred teachers. I don't think I'm getting invited back to that conference. <laughs> yeah, they won't have you back. Um, and thank you so much. Congratulations on such an amazing year of growth, internal growth, external growth, um, facing challenges and really just being amazing. I love you. And thanks for being on the podcast again. Mate, I love you. And I'm really, I'm so honored that you have me back on. Honestly, a little old me, I'm grateful. And thank you all for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. All right. That's a wrap for this episode. I want to wish you an amazing, happy new year with your loved ones, your family, and your friends. Before I do let you go though, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of the Well Women podcast, which launched mid of this year. I want to say thank you for being a part of my vision of educating and sharing with women how amazing their bodies can be and that your monthly menstrual cycle is a personal health gift, not a burden. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey. I can't wait to share 2020 with you. All right. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect, and educate even more women. 
Now, is there a bestie, a sister, or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together, we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag Well Women Podcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body, and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle. 